0: It's the Ryan Reese Show. Post your questions using at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook.
1: Are you ready?
0: You better be posting your questions because we're looking for you. <laughs> we want to get them. So tonight's show, I got Sean McKeon in studio. Sean, what's
1: happening? I am chilling. I'm drinking coffee. First time like doing a show with coffee, so hopefully this works out. And and I don't d- have to go take a bathroom break or anything. You
0: drink the good stuff too. What's it called?
1: It's called Death Wish. Death Wish. Death yes. wish. Yes.
0: That's strong. It's supposed to be super, super caffeinated.
1: All right. I need there? it right now, so we'll see, we'll see what happens.
0: So when did you start drinking coffee again?
1: Uh, Probably the last month or two, just a little bit, maybe once or twice a, a week. Yeah. Because uh, you had stomach issues. For stomach people issues. Disorder. So I kind of like got everything like in line like two years ago, about a year and a half ago. That was one of the things I cut out, kinda of went cold turkey.
0: Which was crazy. Which is crazy. <laughs> I went
1: cold turkey, like, okay, we're gonna do this. I went cold turkey. I didn't drink any coffee for over a year. Yeah. And now just a little bit, like when it got down in the time, you yeah. know, like coffee yeah. like in winter, it's kinda like a necessity. So I would break down and maybe get one or two. And I drink some iced coffee sometimes yeah. too. I didn't used to, so
0: Yeah. It has to be hot. For, for the iced coffee But sometimes I'll just get that Still the hot coffee And it's hot out And I just put my air conditioner On my car
1: Oh yeah <laughs> Yeah I'm getting uh, Yeah so Just a little what's bit What's more
0: what, What's the strongest Is it I think it's like Hot coffee right Cause you get the I don't More know. caffeine out of hot But then I heard Cold brew is Because it's I don't know
1: I've heard cold brew Actually I think Is a little bit stronger Yeah
0: I need the strong stuff I can't live without coffee I'm addicted I think um, So <clears throat> The show, I was uh, thinking about, I was with the team earlier, and we were talking about what would be a cool show to do. And we came up with a list of uh, just these cool questions. Yeah. Just because I thought, you know, you, when you and I sit in a room, we just have these amazing conversations. And I wanted to give people something that they could hold on to. Because I was I was doing uh, breakfast with my uh, my dad this morning. And we were just kind of like looking at each other, talking, going, what's, like, look at the state of the world. Yeah. Like who would have thought we would ever be in this scenario, and like you know, like we had, you had the coronavirus. Things have changed, and then the Delta came in, and then things started kind of getting better. And then all of a sudden, the new, um, the new, uh, Omicron variant, thing, Omicron, Voltron, Voltron, when, when the new Voltron showed up <laughs> from South Africa or something. But um, then all of a sudden, now it's like the cases are cr- crazy, and then flu's even running around. Mm-hmm. You know, and you yeah. get, people are getting the flu. I've had the flu. You know, my whole family got the flu recently. So, and no one knows if you got coronavirus <coughs> or the flu because it's like the same symptoms almost. It's like headache, nose, body aches, tired. What the, the only thing that tells us the difference is a is a test, yes. right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's very confusing and very crazy. So anyway, going back to the original conversation with my dad is like, who would have thought <coughs> we'd be ever living in these tang- these times? Because anything can change. In a second yeah. or a day, you know, if COVID hits this church bad, like you're gonna, the staff's gonna have to go home, and we're not gonna do church. You know what I mean? Like, like if it hits the whole staff.
1: Well, you, real quick before yeah. I know you have a lot of dope questions <coughs> and everything like that, yeah. but a perspective you just yeah. like it just came into my yeah. mind. I remember being with your dad and Dale, and I think um, Wade or whatever, and we were talking about where we were making uh, challenges in 2020 or the things that we were going to face in 2020 for the staff and I remember like myself and Dale were kind of like this is going to be gone like in a few weeks dude and we'll yeah. be we'll be good and then for your dad he was like no I think this is going to be this is going to be longer your dad was actually right I didn't I didn't think that he uh I, I thought he was over exaggerating but he really had it in thought it was going to be a while what was taking place who would have known like to what you're saying right now how many things would change in that two years so yes exactly so getting
0: into this these questions that's kind of the lead up to this to this moment that yeah things have changed yeah like you know everyone's like we want to go back to normal so everyone got double vaccinated they got the booster and then everyone's getting coronaviruses again like going back to normal is not like this is the new normal like just like the flu's here hasn't gone there's different variants right coronavirus is here there's gonna be different variants okay you know I don't want to burst anyone's bubble but this is the reality this is what it is right and it changes in different states if you're in red states it's a lot more relaxed a lot more normal like it's more normal living in red states but in the in the blue states where there's a lot of people LA mm-hmm. New York Chicago it's 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 different because you're, you're 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 talking like hundreds of thousands of people to 31 million people yeah. in LA so now with all that said let's get down to these these questions and I, I came up with these questions with the team, and they helped me put some some other questions together as well. But I think these are good to speak into people's lives during these times. Yeah. So um, the first question that I came up with was, let me pull it up here. Um, okay. So what? And I'll I'll, I'll I'll ask I'll ask you the question first, and then I'll answer it for yeah. myself. But what is your plans for two thousand? 22 like have you had time to kind of sit back and and look and say like like what is like in a perfect world what would you plan to do in 2020
1: yeah you know it's, it's interesting because whenever you come at to an end of the year I think it's important to kind uh-huh. of you know kind of reflect what's taken places last year what are some of the cool things what are some of the things that maybe you want to change or what things that you want to jump on going into the to the new year You know, the last couple of years, it's been crazy because you never knew what the next day would bring. And truly, it's the same today. You know, there's a scripture that says, a man plans his way, but God directs his steps. You just took that verse out of my mind. I was literally going to say this to this whole thing. Yeah, because that's that's what it is. Because we have our plans. And it's good to plan, like the Bible says, like before you build something, you know, make sure you have enough finances to do it. So it doesn't, it's not deterring us from not thinking beforehand and planning, but we also have to be flexible, knowing things can change at any moment. And I think so for me overall, maybe some things that I can uh, lead to change in my life. For me, one of the big changes personally was the W Life study. Done it for 11, 12 years, and coming to the end of 2021, I felt like the the chapter uh, of that season was coming to an end, and so I was praying through that for the rest of the year, and then coming into the beginning of the year, I knew that that was something that I was going to do. I was going to close down the Friday night, so we can invest and pray for open doors of opportunities. And one thing that I told the people, like it's not a bad thing. Like sometimes when God starts shifting you in different directions, it opens up things that you never thought possible or wasn't even on your uh, your wheel well, like what you were thinking. And so for me, going into 2022, I want to remove things or and be open for for change, for change for or where God wants to lead me. Two, you know, I know that God has gifted me in, in, a, in d- different areas, through teaching, preaching, and a little bit of administration. And, you know, I, I want to make sure that for you, for here, I'm talking about some of my things that I do in ministry first.
0: Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar.
1: Yeah, like assisting your dad, you know, the season that God has me in my life. That's been a long season. I pray every year. I pray multiple times throughout the year, Lord, do you want me here? And as, as, and people will say, well, of course, like God wants you here. You're able to do this. You're able to do that. I hear that. But also, I have to be open for wherever God's leading in any other capacity. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't have everything figured out. Mm-hmm. And the same thing that I'm saying is your dad says it even at 74 years old. Like, Lord, if you got something else for me, like, I'm down for. So going into 2022, closing down W Live, being open for what God has, Seeing the need that's in our culture, our world, our church, and I know we're gonna expound upon these things throughout the show is like people are hurting right now. Mm-hmm. And and here in Southern California with people that have been so isolated, we're seeing so many people like discouraged, depressed, uh, drug addicts. I, I ran into a family that was broken that flagged me down when I was leaving here yesterday. And for me, I need to really be open for the needs of the people. I need to hear God's voice in this season and where he wants me to focus. And now that I've pulled back on one thing, Lord, what's the next step in my life? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a, a little bit of where I'm at. Th- there's more, but...
0: That's, that's good. It's doing an inventory and in, in like that one verse in, in uh, Proverbs just talks about the, the man makes his uh, plans, but the Lord determines his steps. Mm-hmm. And that other verse that comes to mind is the, the, uh, the, the, the word is the lamp to our feet, right? Mm-hmm it shows us where the path is to go, mm. right? A light would shine on the path and show us where the path steps are yeah. to keep your feet on, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Word of God does, is it it's a, It shows you what to do, when to go, and how to do it. And for me in 2022, I basically... is a year where I don't want to get ahead of what God wants to do, right? So we've been mm-hmm. touring... Had the new book come out. Um, you know, I, I, I have another business that do footwear and apparel and stuff for different companies. Um, do, we got the radio show. I got married kids, the family and everything. And I feel like I've been going hard, right? For a long time in 2020. I remember in 2020, right before the pandemic, I told my wife, I said, there's these, 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 there's these four projects. I'm going to put all my effort in, which the book was one of them mm-hmm. and, and accompanying a couple other things. I'm like, I'm going to put my effort into all these and see whatever sticks. And then whatever sticks from there, I'm just gonna ride that out. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need to keep adding stuff and being busy and busy and busy, right? So now I got to accomplish those over the over the last two years, right? So now I'm in a place where I'm like, okay, God, like that was like kind of we talked, we prayed, you said yes, I did it. Now I'm in 2022 and I'm like, I'm waiting to see what God wants to do. Just like you were closing down Friday nights, mm-hmm. who's where Friday nights, W live morphed into, and it did amazing things. Amazing people got saved, discipled and the stories. Yeah. That could have been a reality show.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> For, I, you're not kidding. I know. You're not I kidding. It could have
0: been a reality show of mm-hmm. just like what was taking place there, honestly, um, of awesomeness. Um, but when something shuts down, there's a new work that's going to happen. And for me right now, I'm waiting to see what God wants to do. I don't want to get ahead. Mm-hmm. And we got to make plans. So I have ideas, you know, yeah. like, you know, like I talk to my team, like, I would like to do this. I would like to do this. But I don't want to be busy. I don't want to be just running ragged. I, I want to show up where God wants me to show up. And I really, and is it time where I'm investing in my kids? You know, am I teaching it? Am I going to write another book? Am I going to guest speak? What am I going to do? So right now, I'm just kind of sitting back and waiting for God to speak and to show me what to do in this season. I just don't. I just don't want to be busy.
1: Yeah, no, and that's that's good. It's good because when you realize that, you know, sometimes the things that I've learned in ministry and life, you can get very busy, and there's a lot of things that you can do, but there's not always things that you should be doing. Some,
0: is, someone said Paul Gomez, the guy that helped start Hurley Clothing. Yeah. No he point. was on the show, or I, mean, I don't know, he just, he's just one of my good friends. He, yeah. he, he, one of the things he says was, um, he said was, if you say yes to every, uh, everything you... If you say yes to everything, you're saying no to other things.
1: That's good advice. So if you're just saying yeah. yes to
0: everything, yes, 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 you're saying no to all these other opportunities. So that's the best thing for us in general, like everyone that's listening, is to be available and asking God, the Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, what do you want me to do for work? What work do you want me to pick up? What What people do you want me to go see? Mm. It's kind of like what do you want me to do in every aspect of my life? Mm-hmm. What friends do you want me to interact with? What family members? Well, you know, what? where and when do you want me to go to places, basically? Yeah. You know, and that's kind of the way I want to, I want to be very strategic yes. of the way I'm going to run my life uh, this year, saying, God, I just want to be where you want. I don't want to yeah. do, like, my stuff
1: you know what i mean yes
0: so with that go ahead
1: you know that w- what paul gomez says is something that that i would echo because that just goes in life one of the things that i learned in ministry was like i was doing so many things at one point and when then i had to say no to things you know it was hard for because when you start getting pulled and you have these opportunities you yeah. want to say yes to everything yeah. and you got to really take them before you know damian kyle who's like a legit dude like He's like a, a godly dude, and one thing about him is like, wait, and your dad knows, like when you ask him to go somewhere, he's like, let me get back to you, I'm going to pray on that. And even though it's a great opportunity, something that he probably is going to do, yeah. he really waits before he commits and says no or yes. Yeah. And I think that, that that's good advice. It, it's okay to say no to things. You know, I, for, I, I taught Bible school for seven, seven years or whatever, but I had to wait in the balances. Like, is this something I should be focusing on? It's a good work, you know? people like me teaching there but is it where God's leading me same thing with, with Friday nights I could keep Friday nights up to the rest of my life till I'm 60 70 years old but there's also a season yeah. and it's not to take away that like you said the, all the fruit that was there there's so many lies marriages restored drug addicts mm-hmm. like set free people I you know finding out their callings of life awesome nothing can be that, that can't be taken away but now, where are we going in the next season yeah. of life?
0: Yeah, and it all comes down to this: is God's doing a new work for a new time. No matter what, the world has changed. Yes, so but we God, can't deny that either. So God and can't, and so God's going to do. He's going to come up with a new plan and idea. Already he has a plan, but he's going to come up with a new way mm-hmm. to reach in to the needs of the people, mm-hmm. and he's going to use his people to do that. Yeah, you know. So is there anything specifically that you're doing right now mm-hmm. or what you could tell people how you're preparing for 2022?
1: Yeah. Well, I think that, like, like I said, removing things, removing distractions is number one. That goes in every area of my life. What What is hindering me? Because you got to hear God's voice. Um, and so that goes in not just in the ministry, but at home too. You know, I, I need to really be in tune with what's going on in my home and my house and praying for them individually, because where your family is leading to is like, it's going to affect your life. Mm. And so I got to be, my kids are growing right now. I'm in a different season of my life right now, and I can't deny that either. These years go by so quick. Mm. You know, my older son's about to be a teenager. I I see that um, different uh, challenges he's seen. I have seen a lot of opportunities. So it's like, I got to pray about how much I'm going to invest in him through sports and Opportunities and getting pulled a lot of ways, and what does that look like for me and my wife? Making sure that my marriage is on point, you know, because I know that the enemy is going to come in and destroy. Make sure that that my spiritual life is on point. So to me, those are the main things, Ryan. Before I say yes, to anything, or do anything, I got to prepare myself spiritually, mm-hmm. because even being in ministry for a long time, being a pastor and teacher, I go through my own challenges, I go through my own temptations i got to make sure that I'm growing in my relationship with God. And cause I, at the end of the day, dude, I just want peace. Yep. I, I, I want to stay with, in the peace of the Lord. And whether that's preaching in front of hundreds of thousands, whether that's preaching in front of 10 people, I, you know, I just want to be open to what that is. And I'm open for, for change. But I don't want to be in that spot where you're doing something that it's a grind. And it's a grind because most likely you're not supposed to be in that place. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, What I'm planning to do now is for this next year, what I'm preparing for is to be in the get more into the word and study. Mm -hmm. Right. Because God speaks you through the word. But also I feel like this this call that God's calling me to start teaching again Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to put myself in that situation. It doesn't hurt because I got to study anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm already studying, going through the Bible like normally. normally but this is just going to be a more intense version of me studying. And as I study it, I believe that I'm just going to put God first on that note and just say, you know, what? I'm going to just teach once a month here at Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar on Sunday mornings. And then I'm going to see what you want to do with it, If you wanna, if, if, there's, if you wanna, if you want to do something more with it or mm-hmm. what. But I'm going to just focus on that. So my thing is... What I'm preparing for for 2022 is I'm going to just start teaching once a month here. Obviously, there's there's always speaking engagements that I that I can go to if God mm-hmm. leads me to, but I want to start there, first thing first, and just go, okay, God, what do you want to do? I feel like you're nudging on my heart to do this, so I'm going to step out, but what do you want to do? And in that process, just kind of spend more time with Him and not get distracted. Yeah. And really... Um, you know, during this whole last two years, you know, a lot of us were busy just doing, 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 doing. Mm-hmm. And it really brought, this last couple of years brought clarity to being, or maybe I'm just getting older and, you know, maybe I'm just getting older. But now I'm just kind of like, I just want to really focus on being where I need to be and not just being so busy and distracted. And like you said, just grinding away and just to, just to accomplish stuff
1: you, you know what Ryan I think th- this is the mindset I've been thinking about the last month or two or whatever because sometimes you get so busy just living life yes you don't realize all that God has given to you number one like he pulled you out of a crazy lifestyle pulled me out of a crazy lifestyle our lives not are not in vain there's a purpose why he did it and obviously we've seen amazing opportunities you've been able to go speak all across the world You've seen a lot of opportunities and people's lives like totally dramatically change. I've seen these giftings and talents that God has given to me, you know, but life, this life is not forever. And so like being mindful of like not taking these months and years for granted and then also of like the people that are close to you, like your family, like your friends and just the people in ministry of like, what kind of impact are you going to leave when you're gone? And... I, I think it's a it's a healthy way to look at things. Like, where does your sphere of influence around you? And for me, you, it's like, I, I got to be mindful of like, God has given me a lot. So I have to, I, I need to give out what I've been given. You know, your dad has like been a big influence in my life for so many years. It's been 16 years. I mean, sometimes for me, I can't fathom that. Then I look at old pictures of me and your dad when I first got here, and he's like hefty and like sick, and I, I sent some photos. Like time changes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And he's still doing his thing. I'm doing my thing too. And I, I just want to make sure that I'm not wasting wasting months, wasting years. You know, at the end of the day, if you get that phone call, I mean, I've seen a lot of death in these last couple of years, yeah. you know? Um, My dad passed away, but there's been a lot of those that I've done a lot of funerals for other people. So I'm just always confronted with the reality of the frailty of life. I've seen guys that are healthy in their 40s, 50s, and boom, they're gone. And just being mindful of like, dude, what legacy are you going to leave behind? What what are your children going to say about you when when you die? Um, Your wife all the influence that no. you've done like
0: well I was talking to Crystal the other day my wife and she was you know she was just like you we only have one life mm. you're on this earth one. yep for that, for for a limited time obviously there's eternal life right yes. That's like heaven forever but you have one time on planet earth and what are you what are you going to do with it mm-hmm. you've been given we've been given you know, our friends, our families, or whatever, like you were saying, and you have one time. So I just that's I think that's just more or less of what I'm trying to figure out right now is how do we live our best life now, mm-hmm. but continuing to to answer God's call and do what He wants to to do. Yeah, you know, because I mean, and that's the whole the whole balance. I think the whole coronavirus and everything these last couple of years have really changed things you know even even with people people have, a lot of people are rethinking life yeah. you know like one 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 of the changes is you know like you know, the next question i had is like how has um for what you had in mind for 2021 uh your plan w- did that work out or was there, did god change your plan mm-hmm. you know going back to like the lord uh, man makes his plans but the lord determines the steps mm-hmm. you know one of the things was last year you know, we moved, we, we, we had to get, um, we had to move to a new place so we could get, a, well, we need another bedroom because we had another kid, right? We had the triplets all in one room. And I'm all, the boy is not staying in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> we need to get <clears throat> a bigger place with another bedroom for, for the other kid. Um, so we're like, okay, we're never moving again. <laughs> so we moved to, uh, we moved to a new place. We moved in, and we're like, okay, we're here. This is it. We're going to get old here. We're going to retire here. This is the place. There's a lot of kids on the street. This is a great place for the kids to grow up. We're done. Mm. And then all of a sudden, God started nudging on my heart. And all of a sudden, you know, we started getting unrest, and I felt like God was telling me to leave California. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no way. This is crazy. This is insane. Mm. Like, there's no way. I'm not leaving California. I'm born and raised here. And and then also my wife started getting these thoughts, mm-hmm. and and then she's like we we should we should move, and I'm like are you crazy? I'm not moving. And like moving s- sucks. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. <sighs> and I'm like I'm not moving. There's no way ever. And uh, you know and even God opened the door for us to get in that place. So I'm like God, why would you put us here? And then eight months later you're telling us to move. Like this don't this doesn't even make sense on paper. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. You know. But whatever prayer we prayed, God. He said, "Go." We prayed about uh, about leaving to moving uh, out of state, and God, He confirmed. He said, "Go," and and basically we uh, we ended up we ended up going. We ended up moving out of uh, California, and I say that because our plan was to be in this place and retire here when we get old. Never leave. This was the mm-hmm. last place we were ever going to move. We had enough bedrooms. Yes. So we're like, we don't need any plan. Yeah, my plan. We don't need anything else. But then God had another plan Hmm. and he decided to move us out of state. So with that said, it's funny. My dad's actually calling. He's calling on FaceTime right now. (laughs) He loves FaceTime. (laughs) Best thing that ever happened to him. Um, But basically what's going on is, uh, We made plans, but the Lord, he determined our steps and moved us in a new location, Mm. right? So now here we are sitting in this place going, I stepped out by faith. I said, God said, go. My wife said, like, go in a year. I said, no, go now. Mm -hmm. When God says go, you go. So basically what happened is I ended up moving out of state with my whole family, and we, we, we moved locations, and now we're there, and I'm waiting, going, okay, God, I'm here. Now what? So that's where I'm at. Uh, clearly, I come back to L.A. and I do radio shows and, and, and you know, work with the Hoosiers team. I'm still traveling, you know, around the world. It doesn't really matter where I live, I, honestly. But for whatever reason, God wanted to uproot our family and move us to a new state. So going back to the, the question is 2021, I had my plans. We're moving. We got an extra room for the kid and we're going to retire here. Hmm. Eight months later, God's like, get up and leave. So it's and I want to encourage people, even though I don't I don't know what's at the end of the tunnel or like what's tomorrow or the next year or why I'm even where I'm at, because I don't see I don't really see where like I don't see like why I'm there yet. Mm -hmm. But I stepped out by faith and I feel like in this season, God is moving people around. He's changing people's heart. He's changing the perspective of people. He's relocating. He's doing stuff not only with like in ministry, but with families and friends. And he's, 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 he's repositioning. Because remember, I've said this before, God is a divine chess player. He's repositioning, moving people around, getting ready for whatever he, the next move he's going to make. Hmm. So 2021, I'm like, I'm moving here. I'm staying here. That's it. I'll die here. Hmm. 2022, God's like, Nope, you're leaving and I'm moving new locations and that's all you got for now and I'll give you the rest when you get there. Hmm. So how has God, what has God done with you in 2021 and what happened to, what happened in that year from what you made your plan to what, where you're at now?
1: I'd say two things. One on the ministry aspect of like 2021 was going to be the, the, um, the leap forward from a year of 2020 that was crazy. So we want to invest, open up more events, do a lot more stuff here at Golden Springs. Yeah. And so that was our focus. But with that, they're also recognizing that there are challenges. Like there's people that still live in fear. Like these aren't n- normal times. Oh, yeah. You know, so yeah. you're seeing that on our services. You're seeing those at events. There were cool things, but also there's things that maybe events that you did times past, they don't work today, you know, so you, you got to be open for that. The worst thing you could do is be like, this is the way we've always done it, and this is how we're going to do it, and this is what works. Well, I not only do, do I think that God doesn't want you to, to look at things that way, I just think it doesn't make sense practically. You know, the world has changed. ministries changed in a lot of ways. So you got...
0: I mean, uh, can I jump in here, really quick? Yes.
1: Good? I mean, honestly, I don't want to get the Rona... right right. you know like I
0: I, I was I mean going back to this stuff like all my friends they do music festivals right Mm -hmm. and they open back up after Mm -hmm. the coronavirus Mm -hmm. and everyone's doing their vaccination thing and the whole thing and you have to have a positive test to get in and I'm like you know I don't want to go to that 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 has 20,000 people Mm -hmm. that's a lot of Rona floating around (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) because you get people don't even test positive and you can get the Rona right so going back to church events and these things but it, people are like, I'm not.
1: You yeah, know. and for some people, it's not even like a bother of like actually like getting it, like something they're gonna die or anything. Yeah. But it's a hindrance to them, like in school in work, because if they do get it, then they have to take time off work, like, that's and then what they I'm have to miss about. this, yes. and you know, um, and so you got to be mindful. So it causes people like, is this really something I should do? So you got to be mi- like kind of mindful of that uh, along the way, as far as like family, you know. I told my wife this the other day. By God's grace, like in the last two years, my kids have really been spared from living a life that's kind of like crazy. Like my kids always went to public school, and we made that transition to do like a hybrid homeschool with Ontario Christian like in 2019. And so they were already in this flow where they're only going to one day a week of school, and then they would do the work at home. So when the whole world shut down, the whole United States of America, shut it didn't really affect them. Yeah. They had their sports, even though the sports got taken away a little bit. But now it's kind of uh, prepping for this next year because where my, my kids are uh, at their age, it's so important for us to be open for what God has for the next step in our life.
0: All right. We're going to a break. Thank you for ending that
1: like yes. that. We'll be back right after the break. More. Of the Ryan
0: Reese Show. Coming up, post your questions at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook.
1: Now back, back to the
0: Ryan Reese Show. Alright, I'm back in studio with Sean McKeon. Sorry, we got caught up on that first half. I totally forgot about the time. We almost ran out. Um, McKeon. Well, you know, hey, before we we get back into that last thought that you were talking about about how your kids yeah. uh, never got affected because they were they're going to um, Ontario Christian school that one day a week thing. Um, I do want to plug um, to the listeners, uh, please go to YouTube, um, subscribe, mm. watch all the past shows. We got some really cool shows with different guests. Um, book the whosoever's to to come out to speak to tour. I'm still touring the Kill the Noise message. Uh, uh, the book message, it's about John the Baptist, a man that was sold out for Christ mm. or sold out for God. That he, he was about to introduce Christ. Um, he was killing the noise in the desert, waiting to hear God's voice for his plan. And it shows one's life that was sold out, killing the noise and how God used him. Um, limitless in a great way um, in his life. So um, you can get that book also uh, at Amazon, uh, Walmart, Target, uh, wherever books are sold, or just go to my website, ryanreece.com, and you can pick it up there, and uh, it's a faith builder. It will encourage you. Um, there's tons of scripture all through that bad boy. Uh, you will grow. Your faith will grow. You will be encouraged, and things will change. Mm. Um, check it out when you get a chance. A can When you get a chance, kill the noise. Book. Um, so yeah, your kids didn't get affected with this whole coronavirus because uh, they're they already going to school once a week.
1: Yeah, and you know, they have their, their bunnies and then sports came back and the, so it's flowing and stuff. And you know, my kids didn't have to wear masks like crazy all through school like so many people are having to do here. And so for me, going into where I'm at now is praying what the future has, right? So Cohen's like seventh grade, my older son, he's coming to the end of seventh grade or go to eighth grade, then it's high school. You know, what What high school do I want him to go to? And so, like, kind of praying that through.
0: Crazy, and, huh? And
1: then, yeah, and then for him, because he's an athlete in sports, a lot of his buddies that he's been playing travel ball with, all that kind of stuff, everyone's kind of positioning themselves and getting ready. We're going to go to Roosevelt. We're going to go to Ayala. We're going to go here. And then um, an opportunity, it came up, like, with Ontario Christian, which I didn't know that they had a good baseball program, which they actually do, but I've always said, no, I could never send them there because it's just so – expensive and now I mean there is like a, an online thing that he can do take a couple classes and then he's eligible for these things something I would to do I'm already was already praying at the end of the last year of like I got to make some changes financially you know prepare myself for the future blah 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 and then as these things go through now as I was looking at that now I'm like in a place where I'm like walking by faith and gonna help probably go down this pathway in some of those yes. things I'm like doesn't really make sense on paper it, it doesn't right now but it was where God's leading, and so trying to be open for those things too, and not walk by by fear, really walk by the the power of the Holy Spirit. And those the practical aspects, yeah, yeah. you know, what's right for your for your family. So yeah. I'm kind of being open for that. That's kind of where my mind's been the last couple of weeks.
0: Yep, yep. It's the, the family. Let's down this family subject really quick. It's uh, definitely that's with everything that's going on. And just, you know, just the progression of life and, 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 and all that stuff with your kids growing up, it's it's very important. And that's a battle, you know, if I could be mm-hmm. transparent, you know, that's the battle of, of um, you know, making sure that you're there and you're around for your kids mm-hmm. and being available because life, you get so busy. You know, you think about, you know, I mean, I know my life's busy and I'm just trying to, like, keep the family afloat and keep finances coming in and paying bills and you know, trying to make a good life for, for my kids, right, mm-hmm. and my family. But then you got other families, you know, that are listening, and, you know, we are fortunate that only my wife, well, my wife doesn't have to work right now at the moment, but there's people that, the wife and husband have to work. Yeah. And then they come home, they're trying to raise the kids, and it's they're getting home late, and it's just like, dude, it's, it's just hard. really, it's just really, really tough out there with with everything that's that's going on. So it's just constantly trying to figure out, yeah, you don't I don't think you ever have it figure it out. Yeah. You don't ever have it figured out. It's just kind of like d- different seasons, and seasons can change in weeks. Mm-hmm. It seems like Crystal's always working on some kind of new program that works good for the kids, mm-hmm. you know, like bedtime. Let's try this at night, you know. You know, let's do the Bible studies in the morning. We'll do the the checker games at night before we go to bed, you know, because if they watch any iPad mm-hmm. stuff before bedtime, they wired. start losing their minds. Yes. So it's like always these constant, you know, transitions, and then like, well. What's better for me? When's better for me to take out the kids? Is it good for me to sit at home with the kids and have them lose their minds and drive me crazy? Or I found personally, it's better for me to put them in my car and take them out. And they work really good with me in public. Mm-hmm. I, you know. Because before when they were younger, I'd like to stay at home with them because it was easier to keep them safe from like, falling over because they were two years old. Yes. Triple two-year-olds. like uh-huh. They're all going to fall over and die. Uh, fall off the table or something. <laughs> but now that they're older, it's like I can have so much more fun just going out and taking them out to yeah. go eat in a restaurant and, and taking them to a park and just navigating through the car, play their music, you mm-hmm. know, gummy gummy bear song. or, <laughs> But, you know. Yes. But it's during this time, we need to also take time to figure out what the best way to, to do that and to date your wife yep. and to make sure that the relationship is good because life's too short and who cares if you become millionaires and, you know you lose contact with your kids and your wife and your marriage sucks and all this stuff. And, and then you die. Like, what are they going to say about him? He was a workaholic. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it wasn't really around, mm-hmm. you know, or she wasn't really around. She had a huge career, but we never saw her. Yes. <laughs> you know?
1: Yes. So, yeah. You know, going to that, it's like, um, praying through, like when I talk about maybe, um, challenges, you're thinking about like investing in something else or, this is going to cost this much money and blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, okay, if, if she works, you know, maybe that can offset some stuff, whatever. But then it's like, then the kids don't have that, that security there at the home, you know? And so you kind of like just learn to, you know, navigate Mm -hmm. through it, you know, and, you see God providing in different ways. And then you always gotta be open too. Like I don't wanna just stay in my 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 what my idea is too. I gotta be open for change as well, even when it comes to raising my kids. You know, that goes about California, you know, same thing. Like, you know, things just continue to just skyrocket up, you know. Love California. I don't really see myself leaving, but you know, you can't deny all those things that are on the wall. So you see those challenges. Um, I was saying that to my my mom recently.
0: I bought... I'm going to jump in here really quick on this price. Um, I bought a large coffee in Idaho for $1.06 at McDonald's. (laughs) Yeah. You know how much I paid for a small coffee yesterday at uh, um, McDonald's? Uh $2.60. That's crazy. For a small.
1: That's crazy. I got a large. (laughs) 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 No, that's double.
0: I was like... What the heck? Mm-hmm.
1: That's crazy. You're seeing it everywhere. You know, you're seeing uh, what's hitting California right now, too, is because of all these crazy lockdowns, is customer service at all restaurants and everything is just, like, going down. Like, so many people call in sick to work, you know, and so just going out of everything is like a grind. You've gotten food that's cold. You're getting bad service. It's like, like you're, you're trying to put money towards these things, and you're not getting the best product either. And so we're kind of seeing this ripple effect all the way down in, in areas like that. So you're just like, that's why people are leaving California in droves right now. You know? U-Haul is sold out.
0: <laughs> U-Haul, I want 20%. I just plugged you on the radio show. And <laughs> and and Christian, Ontario Christian, you better give a uh, free scholarship to Sean McKean because he just plugged you on the radio show on hundreds of stations. Um, check this out. You said something when you were just talking um, yeah. about... I want to change. I don't want to get stuck basically in a rut, if, mm-hmm. if you will. So is change necessary for growth? Yes, it is. I'll answer that question. Uh-huh. Do you want to speak into that?
1: Change is always necessary, and sometimes changes don't happen until circumstances cause you to change. You know, you look at Abraham in the Old Testament. Like God had it, his family passed away. His dad passed away, and then he moved to where God wanted him to. Um you see David as he went, ran through the wilderness and the challenges that he faced would lead him to a change that would finally uh, become a king. Like God intervenes in our life when it comes to the big things of life because left to ourselves sometimes it is easy for man to get himself in a rut and go through the motions and just live his life and sometimes God kind of shakes up the boat. Like he allows a storm to come in your life. He allows a challenge to come in your in your life for perspective. Mm-hmm. He's let the whole world Go through this major change in the last two years where it shows you like what your future you thought your future was. Um, maybe it isn't as secure as you thought. So, where are you at today? Um, and I think that challenge changes um, are definitely necessary because if you don't, if you're not open for change, um, you will break. I think that, that proverb yeah. of Chuck. Blessed are the flexible, flexible, for they shall not be broken. Yep. It's true in every area of our life,
0: especially in this time. You got to be flexible. You yep. have to definitely be flexible to move, uh, to move and shake. Um, I think uh, change is is important for growth. Because I mean, it's it's biblical, you know, to, and all like the different verses, like in in Second Peter, First Peter, and Second Peter, one of those, in James, um, somewhere else in the New Testament, it just talks about trials. Mm-hmm. You know, like counter all joy like when you go through these storms and these trials and these hard times um, God's I think it was talked about it in Peter how it's like a refining process yes. yep it refines you and even though it's it stinks um, it refines you and it, it it changes you and develops you and gives you a different perspective mm-hmm. you know I, I don't know I've been going through hell over the last three years and you know I am changed. I'm a changed man and I look at things differently. And that's good because now I'm like, all right, how do I want to live my life? Mm -hmm. You know, Crystal said something the other day or a while ago. And it was something as simple as like, she's like, Life's what you make it. Mm -hmm. And and I was like, I didn't even I was like, okay, yeah, I don't know. We were talking about something, Mm -hmm. probably arguing about something, just like (laughs) at that at that particular time, because she's probably like, you know. Ryan, life's what you make it. You know, mm-hmm. I, was, I was probably going off about something. But then you, days later, I, that, that, it kept haunting me. It just kept coming. Life's what you, what you make it. And then I was like, no, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Life is what you make it. Like, am I going to live this life and keep going through this routine that I'm miserable? Or am I still going to hang out with these people? Am I still going to do things this way? Am I, I'm not stuck. Mm-hmm. Like, life is what you make it. You know, and people might be saying, well, Ryan, you don't know my story. Well, there's things I'm not saying that your life can change overnight, Mm -hmm. but if you clearly, you don't have to stay in that rut Mm -hmm. where you're at. You, you have to look at life and say, what do I want in a year? Like, if I want to get to this point, it might take me a year, two years, three years, four years, five years. But it's just like someone that has no education. You want to be a doctor. You got to start, go to community college. You know you got it. There's these different things that you got to take that will get you to that point. Life is what you make it. I didn't say life was. You know, I want to be a millionaire tomorrow. I'm not gonna be a millionaire tomorrow. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or like, whatever. If I want to be a, you know, a rock star or do play guitar, I got to go through the whole process, and it's gonna be a brutal process to get there. You know, of work. But life is what you make it. Life doesn't always have to be. You know, if you're not happy, dude. Change some things around. Make these pivotal moments, these pivotal changes in your life, and life can change. And I'm going to tell you, the the changer, number one, is God. Going back to the original verse, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, number one. Number two, man makes his plans. I'm tired of this. Life is what you make it, so I want to go and do this. Make your plans, but the Lord knows your heart's desires, and he will direct your steps because he knows What's mm. best. My point is, you don't think it's stuck in this rut. Maybe 2020 put you in a rut. Maybe 2021 has put you in a rut. Now you're going into 2022, and you're like, mm. "What the heck is going on?" And you know what Chuck Smith said, and I've quoted this a million times, what's the difference between the, the, what's the difference between a rut and a grave? It's the depth and the width. Mm. It's the same thing. Mm. So, life is what you make it. Lean not on your own understanding. Commit your ways to the Lord, read the Word, pray. Habakkuk says, "Write the vision down, or the people will perish." Write down what you want to do. My wife just sent me a one page of notes, and and it says it's it's like a list of 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 twenty twenty two. You know, I'm not going to read it because she says don't show anyone. But you know, basically, you know, it just has everything. Actually, this isn't even bad. It just I'm going to read a couple things. It's just church number one, mm-hmm. right? God. Marriage, kids, and then I'll stop there. And there's a other list of things, hmm. but th- but that's what you do. You write down your priorities. God's number one, kids number two, mm-hmm. and then I forget what the other one was. But then you go through a list, and you have you know your companies, and then you have you know sports or what- whatever yeah. it be. But life is what you make. If it's flipped upside down, if you're like career number one, mm-hmm. you know, you know sports number two, you're all out of order. Yes. And in your life, like my life stinks. I don't know what's going on. Well, look at the order of your life. Write it down. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Life is what you make
1: it. No, that's that's important. It's all about perspective, right? And you know, you're going back. You said something about First Peter and James and stuff like that. You know, one of the word count it all joy when you fall into the various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. And none of us are really patient in this life. It's especially in Southern California and just life. We want things really quick. Um, the word patience literally means endurance. There, and how does endurance? What what's endurance? It means that you get battle tested. You're able to make it through. Like if you start running and you just can run like a little bit, you're not in shape. But once you start running consistently and you make it through, you actually get a little bit stronger and stronger. Yeah. Same thing with testing trials. They, they refine you. They perfect you for what God has for you in the future. And having that perspective when you face a challenge, okay, like, what does God want me to learn from this? Instead of kicking against the goes like, like Paul, like where God was revealing himself to him, what am I supposed to learn in this area, this season of life? Though the world around me is shut down, people are in chaos, people are living in fear, I know the Bible tells me not to live in fear, so yeah. how, Lord, do you want me to navigate? You know, maybe people have lost their job and something they've invested in so much, and maybe they don't even believe it anymore. So they wanna make a turn. You know what? Pray. Be open for what God has for you. There there is all things that are possible. When it comes to your relationships, you know, I sit down with a lot of married couples, a lot of kids that are going through challenges. And sometimes after you give like a whole breakdown of biblical truths to them as well, sometimes I just say, At the end of the day, life is too short to be miserable. Yeah. Like you, you gotta, I like
0: that quote too. That's another one. You know, you just, <laughs> it is.
1: It is. It's too, why do you, like, life's too short? Too Are short. you going to complain every day about this or that and just murmur and complain all the way to the grave? Yeah. Not only does the Bible say that physically it will destroy you, you're just not a pleasure to be around. Who wants to be around somebody that's just complaining about their life all the time? And there's something that happens when you find strength and encouragement in the Lord. I saw this reel that came up on. And it wasn't a Christian thing or anything. It was like a a wealthy guy, you know, multimillionaire. And he talked about this lesson that he learned in life that he was all angry. These guys were doing this amazing thing on his house. He's getting his whole house remodeled. And he gets back, he gets to the place and they forgot something or did something wrong. And he's just like livid, like sneaking crazy. So he waited till the guys were there the next day. And he's like, there's these tons of guys, like 10 of them. They're making $10 an hour, and they're listening to music, working on the house, and, like, they look so happy. Yeah. You know, here I am, upset. I got all the money in the world, yeah. and if I can only have a little bit of, like, the happiness. They might have been drunk, but. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Nevertheless, they were happy. But, you know, they're joking around and stuff. There was just something like, I have all this, but they seem like they're Simple in energy. a better yeah. attitude and stuff than me, and I'm all angry and upset. Mm-hmm. And so the lesson that he learned at that moment was, like, I got to have gratitude, I got to be thankful for, what I, for what, I, what I do have. And from the biblical perspective, the Bible tells us the will of God in our lives, one of the will, per, per, uh, perspectives of the will of God in our life is to give thanks in all things. Mm. And when you really give thanks of like, man, provision, United States of America, even though it's crazy, like, you've called me here, you've blessed me with all these things. Okay, now Lord, what do you have for me? Yeah. I don't want to just uh, have this poor Mimi stance where I just go down and get discouraged, and this is something that I gotta believe, yeah. same thing I tell my children. Like your body language, like when I'm teaching you something, or I'm telling you something, your coach is telling you something, or a teacher's telling you something, like when you, sh- you know, sink down your shoulders and you just like have a bad attitude, you're not able to receive. You know, um, if you can change that, you'll be able to hear like, "Hey, this might be valid." But the same thing I'm telling my kids is something that I gotta realize too, because sometimes you two get in a funk. We you all know, do. You yeah. Know? yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, as you were talking, I was thinking about how it's good to—I think—to simplify the life. Yeah. That's that's kind of like where I'm at now. It's how do we simplify, not be so busy, and 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 enjoy what you have. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. enjoying what you have like if you got surfboards and you surf make time to go surf yeah. if you like playing ball like you mm-hmm. do make time to go play ball if you want to go hit some balls with golfing or shoot guns or whatever you're into like you have to make time to to do that like me that's I, like for skateboarding I, I make sure i skate like three times a, uh, three times a week mm-hmm. just like to go out to be out in the sun to, to do it yes. to, to, to exercise to have fun and there's people at the park you know you could talk to you or whatever but just like to be in that that environment and yes I there.
1: agree with that totally because you
0: could be it's like there's so much around you that you can do why be just stuck in this this crazy rut this rat race like there is time if you set time aside to actually enjoy good life God made, made us to enjoy life mm. this is why we ever have hobbies and all these different things but I just I think that it's just human human nature. You could just you keep taking on stuff. You keep get, taking on more stuff and more stuff and more stuff. And you just get so busy and you're just then you're just trying to get the kids to the games or you're trying to get to the family mm-hmm. events and you're trying to get to church and then dude, then life is just so crazy. Yeah. Like we did before the pandemic, like when the pandemic hit, that actually is what woke me and my wife up is my wife's like, Man, we were like just running ragged, just going here, going there, meeting with these people, doing this. For what? And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you get shut down and you're like, why were we doing all this stuff? Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Like, why are we running ourselves ragged? Life's not supposed to be running ragged.
1: Yeah. Right? You need to be refreshed. I mean, that's what the Bible would talk about the importance of, like, for the the children of Israel, of having a Sabbath day or just t- having a day of rest. The Bible talks about the importance of rest, you know? And I've caught myself, and I... I I fall prey to this because I still get busy and running all over the place. And before you know it, weeks and months have gone by. I haven't really taken that full day rest off. And I'm like, but what happens is it starts affecting you in every way. It affects your attitude. You feel tired. You get It's easier to get overwhelmed with stuff. And I'm just trying to learn a little bit more of like, the importance of rest in various areas, learning how to say no, like we've said a couple times on here. Just say no. <laughs> just say no, like just like really, because we you, we talked about this before, you know, you used to laugh like when that scripture would says, come to me all you are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. And you know, I remember you talking years ago cause you're like, but man, like, is that true? Like, yeah. because sometimes you don't feel at rest, you yeah. know? And so sometimes you have to distinguish that's what the Bible says, so maybe I'm taking things upon my shoulders my life that I am not supposed to. Maybe that's why I don't have rest, you know, and being honest, being honest is so important and you can't do what everybody else wants you to do. A lot of people will get pull you so many different directions and they might not even necessarily be doing it for bad intentions, yeah. but you got to be able to hear God's voice for your life personally and be able to like, you know what? I'm a, unable to do this or do that, and that's growing and and having maturity in your life.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, we want to encourage you guys. We just wanted to do this show to encourage you guys. I hope that there was a lot. I hope that the things that were said were practical, biblical, and give you guys some kind of perspective. Just to do inventory, we don't have to figure it figured out. This no. is just two dads no. um, trying to figure it out and navigate through very very busy lives and action packed and the opportunities are endless as far as like saying yes to everything and we could be working all day all night. Yeah. My what I'm trying to do is trying to pull back and have that time of of rest and focus and not be so stressed out with with life or whatever, you know. Yeah. Cuz it gets things get crazy, you know. And then the world even like makes you more I think <laughs> some of the stresses is like the world of things that are happening. Yes. Now all this came yeah. back, and now everyone's all, now everyone's sketched to go meet up with their friends and their families, and they're shutting down planes, and you know, now you gotta show a Vax passport. It's just all this, you know. Yes. Stuff is just, it's irritating. Yeah. You don't y- know what's gonna happen next.
1: No, I, I know we're coming close to the end of the show, but like, if there was something that I would say to just kind of pull from the show, is the importance of taking rest, The importance of being flexible in your life, like, you know, you have your plans. It's good to have plans, but also got to be open for what God has for you. If he closes doors or he moves you a different direction, like you lose your job, things change, the company shuts down, it's not the end of your life. It's just like, okay, Lord, what do you have now for me? God changes your directions in a ministry. Your ministry comes to an end, and now he... Uh, It's not a no forever. It's not a closed door forever. It's just being open for another opportunity in your life. Be flexible is what I would say.
0: Blessed are the flexible for they will not be broken. And I quote Chuck Smith. (laughs) All right. It's the end of the show. We got a minute left. We're going to do our plugs. Go to the Book us to come out and bring the gospel to schools. Where else? Junior highs, churches, conferences, skate parks anywhere we can get in front of people and speak. Oh, we're booking bars now too. Yeah. We've been seeing that. a lot of Texas, people and right? seeing a lot of people get saved in bars. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yep. Giving the gospel, talking about repenting and turning to God in bars. Uh, it was epic. Um, I didn't, couldn't believe the words that were coming out of my my mouth when I was saying them. Honestly, I was like, I'm talking about John the Baptist, repent, be baptized, ask for forgiveness, Get get set free from addictions, drugs, alcohol, the whole thing in a bar, and they let us. And then I said, "Come forward," and I and, and I led them to the Lord, prayed with them, and that's that. That's so, dope. don't forget to check out the book, Kill the Noise book, all over the platforms. Order it, get the sample. Peace.
1: This has been The Ryan Reese Show. To connect and find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9
0: p.m. for The Ryan Reese Show.